left-handed footballs. He got a tremendous block to allow him to spring the corner. Andy Phillips, the old Mac and maybe all-American left guard, wears 66. That's a lovely, lovely voyage. And here we go. Here we go. It's the 66 Sports Show's NFL preview. We're going to do this thing quick today. I like doing it the day before the NFL season officially kicks off, which will be with Tampa hosting Dallas Thursday night. And I want to do this preview where I give you every division uh, order and record, as well as the regular season award predictions, playoff predictions, and three bold predictions as well. But let's just kick this thing right off. Uh, I want to just clarify first that it's very easy to be chalk on here. What I mean by chalk is just go with the flow and go with uh, what seems obvious. The reason I am not doing that is because history tells us it's hard to repeat. It's hard to make Super Bowls year after year. And frankly, you're going to get four or five, maybe even six new playoff teams each and every year. So you have to try and find where those possibilities are. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. Uh, there's no science to this. This could be way wrong, but I have reasonings for everything. So here we go. NFC North, NFC North prediction will be Green Bay Packers coming in first at 11 and 6. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers proved last year that it does not matter what you think he's thinking in the offseason. He shows up and he plays. And last year he did it in MVP fashion. I think this year he plays again at an MVP caliber level. And it's easily Green Bay's division as long as Chicago can't figure out the quarterback. Which brings me to Chicago finishing second at nine and eight. The reason I have them at nine and eight is because I'm not sure how long Andy Dalton's starting. If they start Justin Fields week one, I'd probably say that they're going to be a 10 win team competing with Green Bay, but I don't know how long the Andy Dalton experiment's going to last. So I have them at nine and eight out of respect for their defense. Finishing third, I have Minnesota at seven and 10. I think this is the year that they the internally, they're probably going to get a little fed up with the Kirk Cousins experiment. And what I mean by that is they have weapons Jefferson, Thielen, Cook. They have. You know, whenever he's back, uh, if he's back this year, Irv Smith Jr., they have Tyler Conklin, who's going to have a fire up chips, going to have a, a great year at tight end. And then they have, you know, the defense, they have Harrison Smith, Daniel Hunter, uh, Kendricks. You got all those guys. But when you start losing games, you shouldn't be losing again and again. You look at that quarterback position. And I think this is the year it could actually affect the locker room internally. And at fourth, I got the Lions at five and 12. I, I've said to the Lions fans, I think they're building this thing correct. And to do that, you have to tear it all the way down, which will affect your first year record, which is why I have them at five and 12. But I think they're building it the right way in Detroit. And I think that you'll see future seasons a lot better. But this just isn't the year for the Lions, uh, specifically because of their, their defense right now. NFC East, I got Dallas winning at 10 and seven. Clearly the most talented team in the division. And as long as their O-line and Dak stay healthy, they're a double-digit win team. And uh, the defense improves at all. You're talking about a real threat. Uh, but I got them at 10-7 and seven, uh, winning the division. I have Washington, the Washington football team at 9-8. and eight. Uh, The reason I, I'm not as high on them as everyone else is because, you know, I love Fitzmagic. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I call him Mr. Football on this show uh, for the way he plays and how he plays the game and his personality. But... There is a reason that only one time in his career a team fully bought into him for a full season. 
there's a reason for that. He he sometimes, as great as he is, he does tend to at times throw you out of games, uh, which is why I don't see them as a double-digit win team. I love their defense. I love their coach. I love Fitzmagic. But I do think that they're a 9-8 and eight team uh, finishing second division and fighting for a wild-card spot. Number three, I got the Giants at 7-10. and 10. I think Daniel Jones is good enough. I think their skill positions are solid, and I think their defense is really good, and I think Joe Judge can coach the heck out of football. However, their offensive line is putrid. And that will affect the game. That will affect how many points they score, and it will affect their record. I have them at seven and ten. And fourth, I got the Philadelphia Eagles, five and twelve. Way too many question marks. Uh, can Nick Sirianni coach? I don't know who's their quarterback going to be. Is it Hurts for the whole season? Are they going to? Uh, there's a reason they traded for Gardner Minshew. I don't know what's happening there. And then their offensive line, when healthy, is good, but they're getting older and they're getting more banged up year after year. Not sure what's happening right there. Too many question marks for the Eagle team. NFC South, I got Tampa Bay finishing thirteen and four. Uh, you return all your starters from a Super Bowl team, you should win your division. Tom Brady's your quarterback. He'll make sure you win your division. I see no reason why Tampa uh, stumbles out the gates. I think they're going to start strong, finish strong, and finish 13-4. and four. I think New Orleans is the second-place team at 10-7. and seven. I actually think Sean Payton's going to be able to open his offense up even more with Jameis Winston at the helm rather than Drew Brees' last few years when he couldn't really push the ball downfield. Now I think Jameis will push the ball downfield, but I still think Peyton will help control him a little bit and make sure he's not making those stupid turnovers that he was prone to making early in his career. And I think he has a nice season. I think the Saints have a nice season. I think they have a really good defense as well. I think Kamara is going to have some more options and more room in the run game. Now the box could be spread out more because of the deep threat. And I think the Saints are a solid team. Number three, I got the Atlanta Falcons at eight and nine. Matt Ryan notoriously is better in his second year with a coordinator. So this is Arthur Smith's first year in Atlanta. I still think they find some success, but I don't think their defense is even close to uh, getting to a point where they're competing in the division. Eight, nine sounds about right for Atlanta. Fourth, I got Carolina, seven and 10. I like Sam Darnold. I just don't think they're there yet. I think they did this rebuild in the correct fashion, but I think their O-line isn't where I'd like it to be. And I think their defense, while improving, is still young. I could see them uh, competing in just about every game, but not finding ways to win just yet. But seven and ten, competitive team. NFC West, I got. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start from the bottom. Fourth place team is Arizona at seven and ten, and they're the best fourth place team in football. They just happen to be in the single most stacked division in football. And I think with the additions of JJ Watt and AJ Green, they got a nice veteran presence in there. Their offense should score points. Their defense should be improved. However. I'm not sure they win more than two games in their own division, which makes it tough to have a winning record, 7-10 Arizona. Three, I got Seattle at 10-7. and seven. Russell Wilson has not had a losing season since he's arrived in the NFL. I don't see that starting now. I think they're a little thin in the secondary. I think their uh, D-line needs to improve a little bit, uh, but I do think that Russell's going to score points. I think Bobby Wagner will help them get enough stops. I think they can find a way to win 10 ball games. Second, I got the Rams at 11-6. and six. Uh, I'd actually be a little bit higher on them if it wasn't for the loss of Cam Akers. And frankly, a couple of free agency losses on that defense now make me worry about an injury for them. I don't think this team can withstand the injuries that other teams can, which makes me worry about predicting them too high. I think Stafford's going to have a really nice year in McVay's offense. I think they're a team that could be as good as anybody and compete for a Super Bowl. However, if the injury bug hits, I'm not sure they can really withstand that and play great football, which is why I have at number one, San Francisco, finishing 11-6 and six as well. But I have a lot more faith in what they do, how they do it, and the depth of which they have. They can afford some injuries and still be fine. Uh, and specifically now that they have depth at quarterback, because if Jimmy Garoppolo goes down again, they have Trey Lance, who they traded up for. And in my opinion, 
is going to be the best or second best quarterback to come out in this draft. I think he's going to have a phenomenal career with Kyle Shanahan. I love the kid coming out of North Dakota State, and he's going to get some some red zone work early, even if he's not starting. And whether it's injury or just he surpasses Jimmy, he could find himself playing this year. We'll see. Either way, they have depth, and I think San Fran's an incredible team who wins the best division in football. AFC North, I got Cleveland winning at 11-6. and six. I also have Baltimore at 11-6. I think they're very similar teams in, in the sense that they both want to run the ball. They both want to uh, play solid defense and eat the clock. Um, and ultimately, both quarterbacks coming out of the same draft class play their style a little bit different. The offense runs through Lamar. Baker facilitates it. The way What I mean by that is Baker's going to make sure the ball just gets to the right spots. He's going he's gonna to be okay handing off the ball pass when he needs to and win games that way where Lamar is the offense uh, both running and passing and I don't care what he doesn't do well tell me what he doesn't do well I'm gonna tell you what he does do well he does stuff that nobody else in football can do running the ball the threat the fear he puts into defense and he's good at passing down the seams needs to be a little bit better outside the numbers but frankly if he doesn't need to to win as many games as he does maybe he'll never need to don't try and compare him to Mahomes or Rodgers because you're not going to pair Rodgers and Mahomes to him either. Third in the division, I got Pittsburgh at 9-8. and eight. Don't know what I'm going to get out of their offensive line with so many new pieces there. Najee Harris, I like the addition. However, I really don't know what we're going to get out of the offensive line, uh, which is a huge question mark. I think their defense will be uh, great as always, but is this offensive line and is Roethlisberger going to uh, be the kind of team that can kind of offense that can get this team in the double digits? I have my doubts. Fourth in the division, Cincinnati at four and thirteen. Joe Burrow seems to have lost confidence. Reports out of Cincinnati say, and I would too if I had the offensive line in front of me that he has. I don't know. I don't think the defense is that good. I don't think their offensive line is that good. And then this division, easily the fourth place team, four and thirteen. AFC East. I have New England at twelve and five, and I have them winning this division. Buffalo seems to be the unanimous pick by any pundit you see to win this division. However, I think New England's getting back a lot of guys from uh, from uh, COVID sit-outs last year. I think Bill Belichick went out and spent money on the offensive, on the offensive end, getting Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. I think they drafted great at the, some positions, specifically getting uh, Ramondre Stevenson at running back. And I also think that Mac Jones is New England-style quarterback. I think there's a reason they let Cam Newton go and they're keeping Mac Jones there because he does exactly – he had one of the best preseasons I've seen. I know it's just preseason, but to be able to step in and do exactly what uh, McDaniels and Belichick want is a testament. And the fact that they are turning the keys over to rookie week one is an even bigger testament. And ultimately, I trust Belichick. And I really think their offensive line is going to be a key because I think they have a top three offensive line in the league. I think their box seven defense is probably top three to five in the league. And I think this is a team that can win 12 games and be a true threat at a Super Bowl. Second, I got Buffalo at 11 and six. 11 and six is still good. I think they could take a step back with a harder schedule than last year. I also think Josh Allen had two bad years and one good year in the NFL. Which Josh Allen will I get? Time will tell. I think they're good, but I don't think they're great. Third, I got Miami at nine and eight. Would love to go higher. I just think that that the New England improvement and Buffalo stability is just going to be a little bit too much right now for Miami. Uh, we'll see what Tua can can give you. I mean, the team seems to be bought in around him. Um, 
the additions of Wolf Fuller and then Jalen Walla at receiver will help spread the field for them. Um, but again, I'm just a little bit curious about how the offensive line does. Uh, as they were really young last year, they need to improve. And I'm curious if Tua can be dynamic enough. But in this division, unfortunately, I have them at 9-8. and eight. Fourth, I got the Jets, 2-15. and 15. Robert Sala, Zach Wilson's first year uh, in New York together. Not exactly sure they have the talent anywhere to compete, especially their secondary. Their secondary is probably going to be the worst in football. Without a good secondary, it's tough to win games. And a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, I just don't see it going well, especially in division with Belichick, McDermott, and Flores. AFC South, I got the Tennessee Titans at 11-6, and six, winning the division. I think could, could win it pretty easily. Uh, adding Julio Jones to an already potent offense. Derrick Henry going for his third straight rushing title. Tannehill really settled in now. And A.J. Brown emerging as a star with Taylor Lewan coming back healthy. Mike Vrabel's mind on that defense always trying to improve it. I just think it's their division to lose. Uh, Indianapolis Colts I have coming in second at 9-8. and eight. I just, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to get. Not exactly sure what I'm going to get. Um, when it comes to Carson Wentz, I don't know, I, you know, the COVID stuff, um, really just playing horrible last year. I don't know what Carson Wentz I'm going to get. So I don't really have much confidence in putting them above second place and giving them more nine wins. So let's just stick with nine and eight, see if their defense and run game, uh, can take care of it. I got Jacksonville in third at five and 12. I don't think they're there yet, but I think Trevor Lawrence will have a really good year, especially as a rookie considering what he has, but I don't love their offensive line. I don't think their defense is nearly where it needs to be, but I, and I think Urban Meyer will have some growing pains as a first year NFL head coach, but I think they'll compete. I think they'll compete in the future is looking okay in Jacksonville. And then Houston, I got them at one in 16 because there's never been a 17 game season. I don't think a team was 0 and 17. So I gave them one, but you're rolling out Tyrod Taylor and a bunch of guys who really don't probably want to be there. I don't think Houston's going to be competitive this year. AFC West, I got Kansas City winning it at 14-3. and three. Um, Clearly the best team, and I love the Chargers, but I think right away, let me rephrase that, I think right away they're clearly the best team. 14-3 and three, uh, feels right. I could see higher. It feels conservative maybe, but new pieces on the offensive line could take maybe a little bit of time to gel. If anything, maybe they stumble out the gates. When I say stumble for Kansas City, I mean what? Five and two. So I think Kansas City still does their thing. I think Mahomes has another phenomenal year. And I'll take them in the West. I have the Chargers at 11 and six and finishing second, though. And I think the Chargers are going to be very similar to team last year, which I will get into later. So I'm not going to say much more about the Chargers. Third, I got the Denver Broncos. I got them finishing at six and 11. I have the Raiders finishing at six and 11 as well. Just neither one's good enough. Neither one's good enough where it matters. So that gets me to. That gets me to, let's just do the, uh, before we get into the playoff order, let's do the regular season awards. I think, uh, let's start with coach of the year. I think it's Bill Belichick winning it. I think what he's going to do with taking the team that he took uh, from last year who had a losing record, now you go 12-5 and with a rookie quarterback. I think he puts a stamp on, hey, I'm still the best in the league. I think Brandon Staley finishes second, uh, and also Sean Payton gets some votes as well. Uh, Defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. I think he's going to be the guy in Dallas. I think he's going to probably have the most gaudy stats. And again, I think he's on a playoff team, which will always help. I think other guys to watch out for would be uh, Wusukoromora, Nordane product in uh, Cleveland, and then also Jamin Davis on a good Washington defense. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, I have Mac Jones. Again, 12-5. and five. Second seed in the uh, in the AFC East, I think, gives him 
the uh, outright uh, makes him the outright winner for offensive rookie of the year. But Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, depending when he plays, I think can also uh, compete. But I think it's Mac Jones starting all the games uh, and winning most of them, which is going to help get him the award. Comeback player of the year. I think it's Dak Prescott's to lose. I'd be shocked if he didn't get it. Uh, I think he's going to put up gaudy numbers. I really think the only thing keeping him from this award is if he gets hurt again. So I think it's Dak's. Anyone else who would be? I would say Derwin James and Christian McCaffrey if something happens to Dak. Defensive player of the year, I'm going with Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa, I think, is going to thrive in Brandon Staley's new defense there with the Chargers. I think having you know the secondary that they have as well, especially with Durham James back, could lead to some coverage sacks. While Joey Bosa gets enough sacks on his own, he might even sneak a few more coverage sacks in there. I think Joey Bosa is going to be in the 15-sack range, force a few fumbles on a very improved defense, and I think he takes home the award second. It's hard not to say Aaron Donald because he'll finish first or second just about every year in his prime. And then Miles Garrett, I think, can also compete. Offensive player of the year, non-quarterback per se. I think Devontae Adams uh, wins it. I think Aaron Rodgers going to keep targeting him. It could be their last year together in Green Bay. I think Adams, again, he had 18 touchdowns last year and missed a few games. So I think if he can put up a similar performance and play all the games, I think he could take it home. I have Derrick Henry and George Kittle fighting for it, though, because I think Kittle healthy again will be back to his normal form and i think uh especially with the two quarterbacks they have there things gonna get a lot of touches and then derrick henry going for his third straight rushing title i think could be in the running as well mvp i got finishing third i have aaron Rodgers, another mvp caliber season uh but i just don't think he's going to win it back to back i don't know if the stories as much there as maybe last year and i i, I just think that uh, it's gonna be hard to top what he did last year so anything could feel a little disappointing but i think he'll still play at a good mvp caliber level i got justin herbert finishing second uh in this yes justin herbert i think he's gonna have that kind of year i think we see the second year quarterbacks win this because your second year in the nfl offense you really adjust and you really make those big strides and we're talking about a guy who threw rookie records last year i think he could have that that kind of year and then winning it i got patrick mahomes listen a lot of this might not be a lot of my stuff might be bold but i'm not gonna get too crazy with this if patrick mahomes is healthy and his offense is what it is it's gonna be hard not to put him in the top three every year and i think this is a year again you talk about a guy like peyton manning he won five of them tom brady won three of them mahomes is a guy who's searching to be in that category and rogers has won three of them he's gonna have to win a few more at this point that we all think and i think this is gonna be the year he does let's talk about the order for the playoffs NFC, I got Tampa in the first seed. I got San Fran second seed, Green Bay third seed, Dallas fourth seed. Wild cards would be fifth seed Rams, sixth seed Seahawks, and seventh seed Saints. Coming out of the AFC, I have the first seed being the Kansas City Chiefs, the second seed New England Patriots, third seed Cleveland Browns, fourth seed Tennessee Titans, and your wild cards I have the fifth seed Ravens, sixth seed Chargers, and seventh seed Buffalo Bills, which brings me to let's go to the NFC. My NFC Championship game, I have the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers. And once again, I have the Packers losing an NFC Championship game for the third year in a row. I just think this 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 team in San Fran is so deep that they can withstand a few injuries and still be great. And I really, really think D'Amico Ryan's calling the plays at D coordinator now that Robert Sala left won't be that much of a downgrade at all. And I really think that Kyle Shanahan's going to be behind his A game this year. And I just think it all clicks again for San Fran. And I think they win the best division of football and then win the NFC as well. Uh, AFC Championship. Listen, I think the Chargers... I think the Chargers are going to have a little bit of a New England, uh, a little bit of a Tampa feel last year, where 
They start out a little in the floating around 500 for the first part of the year, but then after Thanksgiving, second half of the season, they just go on a roll and win, 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 win. I looked at their schedule. I see a lot of wins in the back half of their schedule. I could see them finishing seven and one their last eight games and really have a lot of momentum going into the playoffs where they can knock out a team like a Kansas City because they're hot. And again, Kansas City is very hard to make three straight Super Bowls. Very hard. Your odds will tell you odds are against them in this scenario. So I think, again, I'm calling for that upset. I think the Chargers could be a team that takes down Kansas City uh, here in the playoffs. So I have them playing the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship. I'm so high on the New England Patriots this year. And I think that Bill Belichick is back like he never left. And I think Mac Jones is going to play like a veteran, get the ball to the right spots, control the ball. And I have the New England Patriots hosting the Chargers in the AFC Championship and ultimately New England Patriots heading to the Super Bowl where we get two of, if not the best coaches in football, Kyle Shanahan versus Bill Belichick. And ultimately, I think one of them has just a little more firepower to take control of this game. And I will take the San Francisco 49ers to beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl this year. San Francisco over New England for the Super Bowl. My three bold predictions for the year. Number one, Derrick Henry will become the fifth player ever to win three straight rushing crowns. Number two, Jameis Winston will have at least a two-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio. Let me tell you what that means. His last year as a full-time starter, he had 33 touchdowns to 30 interceptions. Basically, one-to-one. I think this year he could be in the 30-touchdown range but only have 15 picks. I think that's a huge improvement for the Saints and why they make the playoffs. And my third bull prediction, I don't like calling for people's heads, but I'm going to say that Cliff Kingsbury and Eric Bieniemy swap places next year. I think Cliff Kingsbury could get fired, finishing fourth in that division. And I think Eric Bieniemy could go look at that Arizona Cardinals offense with Kyler Murray and all those weapons and try and pull a Kansas City in Arizona. And I think by him taking that job, that opens up a spot in Andy Reid's offensive staff. And I think Cliff Kingsbury could go there, go to a little Andy Reid QB school. I know speaking of quarterbacks, Mahomes was his college quarterback. That is my NFL predictions. That is the NFL preview. Who knows if any of it comes true? I can't wait to find out. I hope everyone tunes into the shows this year. And I hope everyone has a great, great, NFL season and uh, frankly I'm gonna let you guys get back to your your evenings mornings days whatever it may be so until next time I'm Andy Phillips